the NFC has some powerhouse, some, some juggernauts in the 49ers and the Eagles. The AFC, not sure exactly who's on top right now, but as far as the NFC, the 49ers and Eagles are definitely the teams to beat. Which team is best? Let's discuss. Welcome to another episode of All in Society. I am your host, Claude Winston. This is episode number 45. Number 45. Three episodes a week. We are cranking them out. Thank you for checking out the website and my YouTube page. If you need the links for those, check them out in the episode description. Allinsociety.com and on YouTube, just search All in Society. You can search All in Society and Friends or you can search my name, Claude Winston or Claude Purchase. Subscribe to the YouTube page and make sure you check out All in Society and Friends. It's my show on YouTube that airs every Tuesday. It's live at 7 p.m. Eastern. Come check it out. Come tap in with me. Um, Let's talk. A lot of time I'm going over the NFL, talking about poker, anything that comes to mind, Um, pop culture, um, breaking down the stock market the way I see it, and a lot of similarities as far as poker and the stock market themselves. Um, Come on over. I, I promise you'll have a good time. If you can't make it live, make sure you tune in. Make sure you like it. Make sure you share it. If you like to tap in on, with me on social media, you can find me on Instagram. It's at underscore N-I-N underscore C-P and the number two. As I said, new episodes of All In Society podcast drop every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Monday and Wednesday, I give it to you at 8 p.m. Eastern. And on Friday, 5 p.m. Eastern is dropping to you hot. Drop it like it's hot. So today we're going to... I'm, we're going to do a segment all in or fold. Are you going all in on the Eagles or are you going all in on the 49ers? We're going to discuss Detroit Lions versus the Panthers. I am a Detroit Lions fan, born and raised. Um, so we're not going to dive too much into it, but I gave you my pick last week. So we're just going to touch on that. It was an awesome win for Detroit um, with a few of the key players out. The NBA preseason is kicking off, kicked off this past weekend. Um, There's a matchup that I wanted to discuss. Um, Not a lot of us are going to be watching a lot of NBA preseason, right? But there is a matchup that's popping off tonight that I think you will enjoy watching or at least keeping your eyes peeled for some updates after the game. We'll discuss my Poker Week recap, and then we'll talk about the market a little bit, especially... um, with everything that's going on overseas um, during these war times. Um, Definitely prayers go out to the American families. Um, We've heard fatalities of Americans overseas. And just anybody that has lost their lives, innocent folks that are losing their lives during um, war times. It's terrible to see and terrible to hear this. Um, But definitely prayers go out to to the families. All right, moving on. Detroit Lions put a stomping on the Panthers. Detroit was at home. Um, I missed. I hit a big parlay. And I don't know why I didn't even want to put in $5 in this bet. But I understand why. It's because Detroit was was down. Um, they were down their, one of their running backs, Gibbs, their rookie. And they were down their star uh, wide receiver, Amon Ross St. Brown. And with that being said, I said this offense, I, I was confident that they were going to win this game at home against the Carolina Panthers team. But 
I didn't know how well the offense was going to be running, and I did not. I did. Ha- I had no doubt that their defense was going to hold up. It was just their offense. I was a little nervous about, but I was messing around on FanDuel, and I had Montgomery first touchdown, which he broke a 40, 40 yard touchdown uh, run. I had Sam Laporta to score any touchdown, being the fact that he was pretty much the second um, as far as catches, and I think maybe even receiving yards um, to Amon St. Brown. I knew he was going to get the lion's share of the of the targets, and he is he's a rookie, by the way, our tight end, Laporta, Sam Laporta, and he is a favorite for Jared Goff. And so I believe he got in the, touch, in the end zone twice. I'm going to go over the stats uh, tomorrow. Um, during All in Society and Friends at 7 p.m. Eastern, live on YouTube, so make sure you check it out. We'll go over every single day, game, and we'll go over all the uh, the big scores, and Laporta will definitely be on that list. So this was a great win. Um, I had, like I said, I had Montgomery first touchdown, Sam Laporta score any at any time, any time touchdown, and I think I just had Detroit to win the game outright. And because of the offense, I decided not to do it. I think it was 25 to win 600-something dollars, and I didn't even put it through. I even for, for $5, I didn't even put it through. Um, so sad times, but I did use a profit boost, and I put it towards um, San Francisco to win the Super Bowl. And we'll talk about that a little bit later as well. Actually, we'll talk about it now. So moving forward, um, all in or fold? If you if you had to put all your your money all your chips on one team right now, which team would it be? Would you put all your chips in on the Philadelphia Eagles to win the Super Bowl, or the NFC for that matter, or the Forty ers Me personally, as I said, I put my money on the Forty ers to win the Super Bowl. Uh, Eagles are are playing well, but I just think Forty ers their defense is is amazing. Um, and their offense. Is 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 really um, they're running the ball down people's throat with McCaffrey and Purdy is playing um, darn near perfect. Uh, but we'll go over some of the some of the stats. So on the offensive side, um, these are team stats. So total yards a game, the Eagles are uh, averaging a four hundred and four yards a game, where the Forty ers and Niners are averaging four hundred and two yards a game. So that's pretty much a wash, right? And then on the defensive side, I think this is where um, the two teams kind of s- separate themselves. So total yards allowed per game, Eagles 308, and the 49ers 266. Now they have only they haven't. It's not like they play the same same teams right in the same exact roster, so it's very hard to to compare the two. Um, but you can just look. Um, at their opponents and kind of, I guess, if you want to compare their opponents and how um, each team is, how they were doing their wins and losses, um, as far as their stats, their sets have kind of averaged out. And maybe you can see if there was an anomaly when they played the, when these teams played the either the Niners or the Eagles, was it just like a really bad game or do they just, did they pass the ball really well that game? Did they run the ball really well that game? And there, that stat was kind of a, a one-off. Um, but just as a whole, I think just watching, we're a lot more confident. At least I'm a lot more confident saying the 49ers have a better defense than the Eagles. Um, so I'm leaning towards the 49ers. If I was going to go all in, I would go all in on 49ers today, right now, as um, these things stand. 
keeping it in the sports world, NBA preseason. I mentioned uh, NBA preseason is kicking off. Um, soon we'll be in full-blown regular season, and I'm very excited for that. Um, but this, for tonight, at 8 p.m. Eastern, I believe it's on NBA TV, the Spurs are playing the Oklahoma City Thunder. Two young teams will have some some possibly all-stars, budding all-stars on their teams. So for the Spurs, Victor Wembanyama, I would love to see him play um, against some real players, uh, some starters, um, see see how he's He's come along this pre, um, preseason training camp. Um, see how his game has um, come forward since he's been with Popovich, and see what he's how he's going to play. Is he going to look like Tim Duncan, or is he going to look like something even um, even more than that? Um, so, I mean, that's high uh, high praise to be compared to Tim Duncan, right? So, Victor Wembanyama, number one pick. Excited to see um, how he's going to look, what he's going to do. Then Oklahoma City's side, Josh Giddy, he's their point guard, uh, young player, very exciting to watch. Uh, I would, I, as far as athleticism, he's not compared to a Westbrook, but as far as um, filling the stat sheet and getting triple doubles, that's how I would compare him to Westbrook. He can score, he can rebound, and he can uh, assist as well. Jalen Williams, the one with the big fro, I really like his game. He's also another all-around uh, player. He he can lock down on defense, and then he has uh, he's got some game on offense as well. And then Chet Holmgren, he was um, he he didn't play last season, right? Because he was he was injured. I believe he was injured uh, in the preseason. I did see him when I went out to Las Vegas last summer during the summer league. And that's when I was like, oh, wow, this guy is going to be awesome. Um, but unfortunately, did not get to see him on the court um, last season in the NBA. So I would love to see uh, him against Victor Wembanyama um, in a matchup tonight if both players do play. Um, they have both, both teams have young and exciting rosters, and it's going to be exciting to watch them throughout the season, let alone this game. Um, hopefully the Washington Wizards, they can build a team just like um, Oklahoma City Thunder have done with uh, draft picks and um, just managing um, managing their assets appropriately and making uh, and making great great moves. Um, so time will tell. Hopefully, the Washington Wizards can follow the suit of Oklahoma City Thunder. All right, poker work. Well, yeah, my work. Poker week recap. So. Drum. Drum roll, I made nothing. I lost $70 this past week. Um, but I did have some some positive notes to to share with you guys. So to start the week, well, first of all, I did not play more than 20 hours. So I did not put in the volume. And the reason why is because I got complacent early in the week. I literally sat down, I think it was Wednesday last week. I went to Maryland Live, played 1-3, sat down, won a hand, and then I think a couple hands after that, I hit a high hand for $600. And I won money in that pot. So well, I started the day with, excuse me, I started the week making $700 and I just got content. Simple as that. I did play um, and I only played an hour, uh, hour and a half that day. Um, I waited till the promotion was over that I hit. And then I got up went about my day and was productive the rest of the the day and rest of the week, just not on, on the poker table. Um, so definitely have to 
to put my head down and get back to it. I know a lot of it has to do with um, me getting more um, serious about the business and putting time towards um, the podcast, putting more time towards the show and amongst other things that I'm working on on the side as well. Um, So poker, but poker is really is part of it as well. So I really need to, to get motivated and put in the, put in the hours, even though, um, you know, things are going well. So I only made like playing cash that, that session, um, like a hundred something dollars. Um, it really just ran bad for the, for the rest of the week. Where we go. I made $140 that session. Then I went, uh, went back home, took care of some business and then played it. MGM and made a few bucks. Um, next day, again, played for about five hours, uh, made less than a hundred dollars. Uh, went back later that night, made just under 200 bucks. And then on the seventh, um, I got it all in. Well, excuse me. I didn't get my chips all in. I don't believe. No, I wasn't all in. My opponent was all in. I flopped a set. Um, he flopped two pair and I think, um, or maybe turn two pair and then a flush draw and then hit the the card on the river. Um, so kind of, that kind of sucked and then put a damper in my plans um, of really, you know, taking off because that was on, I believe, Saturday. Yes, that was on Saturday and I planned on playing all day long. So if had I, you know, won that pot, would have been a great way to stack up and then hopefully build up a stack and cash out to about $1,000 plus. That was what I was looking for because I haven't done one of those um, in a minute. I I did it in September. That was it. Um, so it's October now. I don't know it was only the first week of October, but looking for a big score this week. Um, hopefully we get it. Got to put in those hours, though. I can't expect to just sit down and have people gift me money, even though I've, whoo boy, I've seen some people sit down and just give their money away. I mean, that's the, that's the game. That's the nature of the beast. Um, you win some, you lose some, um, but that, uh, we're going to dive into the market now. Um, I've definitely, uh, been researching companies and, I said previously I bought um, Wall Street Trappers course and it really helping me um, really dissect companies. And I haven't even gotten to the options um, course yet. Just really taking it slow, want to really listen to what he has to say and really take a lot of notes and really figure out how to dissect these companies and determine what's a, a, a great buy and um, and then when to, when to sell the company when um, when things when things change. Um, so as far as market watch, um, because of everything, the events that took place today, the market, um, there's a lot of negativity, uh, but the market turned around. So my, my portfolio was definitely in the negative and then it turned out to be, um, have a positive day. So definitely not mad at that. Not one bit. Um, and then we're going to run down my personal portfolio. I guess we'll kind of do this every every Monday, um, kind of like my poker recap as well. So I sold some of the Roblox. I think I've uh, told you guys I was really bullish Roblox, but 
it was coming to the point where I was like, I, I want to diversify my portfolio and I feel like I am way love, have way too much leverage on Roblox. So I sold quite a few of those shares. Um, still have hell holding over a hundred shares. Um, so sitting on Roblox, Google alphabet, uh, Lantheus holdings. It is a medical, uh, company they provide devices to help with cancer i think diabetes amongst other things um i've i looked in uh warren buffett um excuse blackrock and vanguard which are two um two heavy 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 hitters that are um you kind of want to follow the 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 big boys right the hedge funds um follow the follow the big money and they are heavily invested in this company. So um, I, this is one of the new companies I found, and I uh, put a substantial um, amount into this company for now. And uh, we'll see where it goes, but I'll be holding this long term. Um, Tesla, Duke Energy, obviously energy play. Um, Nucor Corporation, I've talked about this company. It's not a new company um, for the portfolio. Uh, they... Um, Produce steel, excuse me. Uh, Fortinet, they're a cybersecurity company. Uh, Microsoft, Palo Alto, another cybersecurity company. Fortinet, um, so they're a lot cheaper. Their, their stock price is $59. Palo Alto is another cybersecurity. Their stock price is $252. I got Palo Alto, at, and Palo Alto is kind of considered the leader in the space of cybersecurity. And I bought them at... It it's not a great price like where I where I'm buying uh, all the other companies at the 200 day um, moving average, um, but I got this one a little bit uh, above the average. But it seems to be holding. Uh, well, actually, not doing. It's not holding. It's actually up seven uh, percent um, since I've since I bought it. I've been holding on to it for for that long. So um, excited about that. I don't have a substantial um, holding in that. I did buy a little bit more of Fortinet today. Um, this is me not being patient and going against everything, all the research and everything I did today. So, and I'll tell you when I when I do this stuff. So it's still within its range for me to continue buying. So I'm not I'm not mad at that. What I'm mad about is that I was kind of doing a little bit of chasing. Um, because I saw once everything else was red this morning and it started out and Palo Alto was running, it was up about 2% or so, 2.5%. And then Fortinet, which is the other cybersecurity company, started running as well with it. And then I'm, I'm watching the, the charts, charts and it ticked past its, um, where the, it's, resi- excuse me, where it's support. I'm sorry, where it's uh, resistance line is. So you got the support line. So if it keeps falling, 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 you're like, boom. All right, there's your pillow to kind of so you can land soft. And then the resistance, you go on up, 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 up. And then, right, or you get a, you, you hit the wall, you bang your head on the ceiling. You're like, oh, man, what is this? Well, someone put a ceiling up there and start selling your shares so it won't let you go any farther. And I saw it kept ticking over the ceiling. And I got stubborn and I said, oh, boy. This might be a catalyst with everything that's going on in the news and this too. This might be the catalyst to make this thing run because it's still below its 200-day average. Um, but without uh, without really going 
are thinking about why I haven't invested more into the company. With that being said, I should have just left it alone and just let it run. If it runs, it runs. Um, I'd, I'll have another opportunity probably later on, but instead I, uh, put a little bit more on top of it, which is perfectly fine. I'm like I said, I'm still, I'm not in the red or technically I am in the red cause I just bought it and it is unrealized gained, uh, <laughs> total. I am down a dollar 68 and I have total of $833 invested. Um, so it went, it was in the green. Like I told you, it was ticking, 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 trying to break through that ceiling. And then it went south and went from being in the green, being positive. Then it went back south. Um, and then it came back up today. So I think it, it, it's still end of the day in the red. Um, here we go. Still end of the day uh, down 0.70%. Um, but still um, with my overall other bags that I have of the, of the stock, um, we're still overall, we're pretty much even, right? I said I'm down a dollar sixty eight cents, so nothing. All right, so like I said, Fortinet, Microsoft, Palo Alto, um, holding a little bit of Visa and T-Mobile, and then I have that one share of Apple um, that I told you guys I kind of just hold on to it just as a reminder, um, and I only have two shares of Microsoft itself. Um, just kind of reminders of what the power of just buying and holding and buying at great prices. Because those uh, Apple is up twenty percent for me from um, from the time that I because I bought it at a great price and and held on to it and Microsoft's up thirty percent. Um, I have two shares of Microsoft um, just because I bought it and held on to it at a at a at a great price. So it's just a reminder that I only have two shares, one share. I also invest in the S and P five hundred um, Vanguard index, so I have. Um, a diversified uh, shares of of Apple. So basically, the S and P five hundred um, ETF it breaks up that money and invests in um, invests in multiple companies. So I'll have some shares of Apple through that, and then the Vanguard dividend um, ETF. Um, Apple and Microsoft are also are excuse me are also in there. So I'm not going to have a lot of um, Coverage on Microsoft and Apple itself, but I'll have it in the the ETFs. So um, there's that as far as the market, my personal portfolio. Um, So, yeah, just even with all that negative news and war and everything that's going on, the market still ended up going positive. Um, Seems like Mondays are very positive days, and I think um, one of the analysts or the hosts on on CNBC mentioned that today that Mondays have been very positive as of late. Um, and then Fridays, you know, you got traders kind of exiting their, um, their trades and probably selling off a little bit. I, that's what I was expecting today was a, was a decent sell off cause Friday, uh, ran hot to close. Um, Roblox did close South today. Um, down almost uh, 1%, but Google up 0.61%. Duke Energy Energy ran today, um, the sector as a whole. Duke Energy, for me, up 1.51%. Uh, Palo Alto, like I told you, up 2.47%. Um, and even Apple, uh, up 0.85%. 
and T-Mobile up 0.8%. Um, S&P 500 or, or VU, the, um, the index that follows, the Vanguard index that follows the S&P 500 was up 0.67%. And the VIG, the Vanguard dividend um, ETF that follows the uh, dividends that I appreciate over time, up 0.64%. Um, so definitely um, feeling good about por- portfolio. It's nice and diversified uh, nowadays. Um, so if you're interested in um, jumping into the stock market, definitely reach out to me if it's if you have any questions. I'm a newbie myself. I'm learning myself. So I'm going to these um, seminars, conferences, whatever you want to call them. Getting, I'm buying the courses, getting the information. I probably won't be doing much more of that um, throughout the rest of this year. I bought a lot of stuff. I bought a lot of books. I don't want to overload. And now it's time to take on all the information that I've gathered this year and really put it into and execute. All right, so guys, don't forget don't forget to watch Market Mondays today at 8 p.m. Uh, I can't remember what the Monday night football game is uh, today, but I don't believe it's anything that crazy. So if you don't get a chance to watch it, it's on at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, watch it after the game. And Trapping Tuesdays, don't forget about watching Trap um, on Tuesday. Wall Street looks like us. Trapping Tuesdays, YouTube. Both shows can be found on YouTube. Market Mondays and Trapping Tuesday. I like to finish the episode with a mantra and then we'll go over the disclaimer as well as we discussed um, um, the market today and some of them investing maybe possibly to do's if if any of the stocks um, that I mentioned might interest you. As far as the mantra, it's just a, it's a good way. What I like to do, guys, is I like to kind of like slow things down. The world, and we, especially nowadays, we're all on social media and just everything's fast paced and just like at your, constantly in your face, right? So reading this mantra just kind of gets me to breathe in, breathe out, and just kind of motivate, feel good about myself, inspire myself, inspire and motivate others, and just breathe in, breathe out, and just keep it moving. Um, So without further ado, I am an unstoppable force embarking on a thrilling journey of growth and unity. My ambition burns within me, pushing me to break through limitations and create opportunities that open doors to progress. I am guided by knowledge, fearlessly taking strategic risks and facing life's challenges with wisdom and determination. I value my body, nurturing it with strength and embracing my heritage. Together, we overcome obstacles, empowering each other to achieve greatness. I am the architect of my own destiny, weaving success and resilience. Within me lies the greatness to carve a future where possibilities know no bounds. And together, let's rise and take it to another level. Don't try to do this by yourself, even though sometimes I feel like that's what I'm trying to do, all this by myself. Um, but I do have some, some folks that I reach out and um, for guidance to. Uh, disclaimer, the information provided in the show about personal finance and investing is for educational and entertainment purposes only and should not be considered financial advice. Viewers are encouraged to consult with a qualified financial advisor before making any investment decisions. The content presented may not be accurate, complete, 
or timely, and we do not assume responsibility for any errors or omissions. Investing involves risk, and past performance is not indicative of future results. Any endorsements or advertisements featured do not constitute recommendations, and by participating in the show, you acknowledge and accept these disclaimers. I hope you have a wonderful Monday. Uh, I know here in Southern Maryland, the temperature has definitely dropped, so make sure you stay warm. Um, it's pumpkin something season. Uh, get your drinks at your favorite uh, coffee shops. Um, oh, you know what, guys? I just thought about something. This time of the year, actually, I think it's a little early, but my favorite brand of beer, Flying Dog, uh, I'm not sure why I'm trying to sell their alcohol. But anyways, this time of the year, they usually have a beer called Family Drama. It is so delicious. Um, and I think they uh, they release it around Thanksgiving. So I'll probably have another month or so. Um, maybe I'll release it, release it a little early. But I'll definitely uh, be on the lookout for that. I stopped drinking them because um, they are really strong IPAs. And I was, especially during the pandemic, I was drinking a lot more than I ever did. I'm not a big drinker. So I had to cut back on that. Uh, maybe picked up another vice. <laughs> um, well, not picked it up, just indulging um, in another vice um, that I am accustomed to uh, indulging in majority of my life. Um, if you can pick, read between the lines. Um, but I'll definitely, uh, I think I did this on uh, on my show. Or I did it on the podcast. We talked about a strain. I, every, every once in a while, when I find a, a a strain that I like and um and really enjoy it, um I'll I'll give it a shout out. And I'll uh um if you guys have a local dispensary near you, maybe they have it as well. You could try it out. And let me know what you think. Uh, but that's going to do it for me. I hope you enjoy this episode right at the thirty minute mark. And remember, life is one big session. Play the cards you are dealt to the best of your ability, and I promise you'll come out ahead.